Hey, so today we are with a trapeze artist all the way from Israel. I have Stav here with me. Stav, how's it going? I'm doing great. Thank you. So, Stav, tell us uh, what happened in the last uh, few months with you uh, coming here and having to go back. Well, I was just training uh, in Montreal. I was planning to be there about six months, but the coronavirus came. And <laughs> then from one day to another, I just like needed to like book a flight and take it back home before I'm going to be stuck in Canada for I don't know how much time doing nothing. So, uh, yeah, like all my plans got canceled, basically, and I just went back home. So what are you doing now in Israel? Like, how, how are you pivoting into this new reality? Well, I decided not to get, like, super sad or depressed about the fact that I cannot do swinging trapeze. So I was just, like, taking some uh, courses in the university to become a personal trainer in this time so I can, like, use this time right. Yeah. And I'm teaching and I'm practicing other things. Well, basically, I'm just doing everything I can to use this time and not waste it. So, uh, like, what what made you pursue trapeze? Like, what, what is it about it that, that got you into it? Well, you have to try it for the first time <laughs> and then you'll leave your job and come join me. Oh, yeah? In, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's like, uh, it's like the feeling, you know, that I have to do this and... I, I am like it's meant to be. <laughs> how do you how do you go about you know everyday life? So I imagine it's very much a physical, you know, it's 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 an athletic thing very much. So I, I'm wondering like, what does a typical day look like for you? Before coronavirus or <laughs> now? Uh, I guess I guess both. Like maybe you can try. Uh, you you can tell us what what it was before and, and what it looks like now. Well, before, basically, I was changing a lot of places, like countries, so I can tell, so every time it was different. I never have something very, very for, firm for a long time. But in Canada, like in Montreal, I was just uh, waking up, uh, doing like warming up, eating, like cooking healthy food. And then I was just went to the studio of Victoria and I was there for eight hours training. Wow. And then I came home. Yeah. <laughs> I had nothing else. I, like nothing else, basically. Like really. And uh, it was like this for three years, different countries, different situations. But basically just like everyday training. And then in the weekend, just having some fun to travel or, or relaxing. Sometimes I was so tired, I cannot go out of my bed. Yeah. Sometimes I had some energy. But coronavirus changed everything. So now my life is pretty pretty different now so do you do you don't train as much right now are you kind of like laying low in in the training department <laughs> uh, no i was i made like my own gym in my uh porch yeah so basically i, have, I hang i hang here like the um slack line which is like this thing you can yeah. walk up on for balance and i like i have a lot of um, weights and everything so I, i had everything here and i was training every day a lot of hours actually Yeah. Even more for some days okay. than normally. I had nothing to do. But now, because I'm here, I started to learn in the university. And I'm starting to teach online, like on the Zoom. And I'm doing this, like, really rehabilitation. Like, yeah. uh, going to the physiotherapy a lot Yeah. now. Because it's time to, like, take care of my body, which is really cool. Um, 
yeah, so, and I'm, I'm with my family, which didn't happen for four years. And oh, good. Another really cool thing. So how, how do you spend your time mostly? Like, is it, you're talking a lot about, you know, exercising, doing these different, uh, these different things, but is there other aspects of being a trapeze artist that you have to take in consideration outside of, you know, physical training? Well, it's, it's a lot about the mental, yeah. mental preparation and, you know, sometimes it's, it become there's many, well, it's depends on times, but there's sometimes if it's before audition or just like the training goes bad because it's never, you know, it's never the same or sometimes it's just like you miss family or I miss home. So it depends a lot of mental Difficulties, I can say. When, yeah. I, when I was in Montreal, for example, I was more stressed and more like, you know, so I was meditating two times a day, actually, like every morning and every evening. And then I was doing yoga and I was writing and drawing. So yeah. sometimes just drawing like, you know, mandala. Yeah. Like his, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just coloring it or sometimes just drawing. And I think these this, uh, four things help me the most coping with with everything but in the end it's a lot of like talking with friends and family and you know like buying your new um like society or like your new friends at every every place you know, it's like really important although there is no time it's really important to put time for it and this is another thing i learned when i was in canada like especially in canada because it's cold and depressing Even though, like, you want to train and you want to be so good, but then in the end, if your mental health health is not good, it doesn't matter how much you train because you're gonna get injured and you're gonna be bad. Yeah. So, you know, it's like the balance between. Yeah. So I have like my my big goal, you know, like the I call it like the the far the far goal, like the super big goal, which is to go into Cirque du Soleil, but it's hard. I find it hard to, you know, when it's something that's so far away from you, it's very hard to keep motivating, you know, in one point you cannot watch every day the videos, it's, it doesn't work. So I do have this huge big goal and this is why I do everything, but then I try to make small achievable goals in my daily life. Yeah. So I have much more motivation. So sometimes it could be like something technical about the trophy, sometimes it could be like, you know, Depends. Every time is something different, but yeah, it's really for me. It's, I find it very helpful, you know. And then, and again, it sounds weird, but for me, Canada was one of the hardest countries to live in because it's so cold and pretty depressing. And like, so I needed a lot of small, small goals and a lot of small missions so I can be like, okay, there's a good reason I'm still in Canada, you know, because it was very hard. <laughs> You, you find it was hard to, to, to live in the environment, the harsh environment of Canada. <laughs> yeah, like, like very hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge, cold, and there's no sun, and I'm coming, like, you know, <laughs> from a country which is like this all, all year, you know, like desert and vibes and so. Yeah, yeah, you're mi you were missing the sun, poor girl. She was missing the sun. I get you. Yeah. Um, so... Is, is that what you find the most challenging is to kind of always keep that mental state um, to try to achieve one thing after the other, even though the goal 
as you say, is kind of still far off, but it's every day kind of uh, challenging yourself to go from step one to step two to step three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like every day to find a way to become motivated and to put your energy. And then in the same time, when it's not happening however you want, it's like maybe it's more hard to accept, you know, when it's not perfect, when you're not training as best as you can and you're having like one week, which is super hard. And then in that point, I think if you accept this, you know, accept that it's not perfect and it's it's hard, it's going to be easier to go over it, you know. And if you're going to, like, don't accept it and make yourself feel worse and worse. And, and so you're going into this loop of, of, like, down and down and down. And it happened to me before. So this is why I feel like I try to put more and more focus as I train and train more, you know, as I grow up. Yeah. Absolutely. So if, is there something that you would like to change? Like, what are you currently working on, whether it's within yourself or, or your career to, to get closer to that goal? Well, basically, um, I feel like for me, the thing I need now is just to train on the trapeze with Victor, like in Canada, like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm closer than ever, you know what I mean? Like I had, when I started, I made like this thing, I put it on the wall with the steps, you know, about what I need to do until I get there. And like the last step before it was to go train with Victor. Yeah. And so I'm there now, I was there, and I just to train with him. Yeah. I need the corona to finish. <laughs> But um, I mean, I think this time, like this Corona time gave me some more perspective about, you know, I was so focused about one thing and I forgot there is like huge life, you know, there is so yeah. many things, so many people and countries. Like, so, I mean, I, I feel this time was very good for me to like relax and accept what happened because in the end we cannot control anything and you don't want to leave all your life for one goal that is super, you know, far and then like forget about the rest. Absolutely. And I need to go back soon. And I need to find a way to do it without getting to the winter depression. <laughs> Which I didn't know. I don't we, know how to do we it. We know you miss it. We know you miss us. Stop uh, stop acting. So you you said a few things that I really liked, like understanding that there's a bigger world because we all get so caught up in whatever it is that we're doing, you know, whether whether it's uh, pursuing a passion or, or just, you know, the day-to-day -day routine. I'm curious to know what you thought uh, was out there that that you weren't seeing beforehand well if you talk about like physical thing i started to do like this slack line thing and i learned some new skills in circus that i before i was always like i just like swinging trophies and there's nothing else in the world exists you know and now yeah. I, i was like okay i have nothing to do i cannot swing so right. i started to handstand and i put my energy in other things but except that i was like i had some free time so I was traveling in the south like in the desert and then I went to the north and then like you know I had some time so I was reading about the, like the environment and a lot of things that I care about and then it helped me to like you know think that there's something bigger than just me and myself and I you know, yeah like just me and all my stupid goals and everything so there's like there you know there's huge space and there's like so many people and so many things I don't know it's just You know, now with the corona in, in Israel, I don't know how it is in Canada, but a lot of people like having hard time, like like with money, and there's a lot of people, you know, becoming like 
poor and whatever. So it gave me like some perspective of, you know, there's so many, you know, you can, you can just help other people and you make, you're going to feel the same good as if you do double pirouette on the trophies, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's other way to feel good and just, you know, like go out of yourself for a second. I mean, just traveling made me see like traveling in the nature made me see there's so much more, you know, yeah. than just like these four walls of the studio. Yeah. <laughs> it's also like success doesn't seem as important in times like these you know like pursuing your own personal development is one thing but you realize that you know it's it's not the end-all be-all of everything and and it shouldn't necessarily take over everything so i i feel like it's kind of where you're getting at right yeah yeah and then in the end like if i get into suicide which i hope i do i mean it's another thing, you know what I mean? It's like a thing. Yeah. It's like, and then the coronavirus come and all the people in the state is like, you know, it's work anymore. I mean, and then everything you build your own whole life on is just collapsing because it's just one more thing, you know? And then if in the inside you're not good, doesn't matter if you're in the Soleil or you're in the desert uh, playing the guitar and eating, you know, vegetables you create your, <laughs> I mean, like, it doesn't really matter. It's just mm. matter how, how you feel right now, like in the process. And this is something I missed yes. when I was there in Canada, you know, doing it all the time and never going back and look like, ah, there's so much, you know? Like, yeah. Talking about, you know, traveling all over the world. What's your favorite place in the world and, and why? Well, actually, um, there is the desert in Israel. There is just like, there is a, a specific place. Um, it's called Zebokeh. It's like, it's like, um, a point there it's just like a we have just cool on park desert that doesn't really have a name but then we have specific spots inside right 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 cool amazing let's end it on one last uh question so as a trapeze artist that's probably been uh, around uh, a few interesting characters and uh you've been around the world Tell us a crazy story uh, before we leave here that uh, would probably be entertaining for our viewers here. <laughs> a crazy story. Wait, I need to think about it for a second. Let me think. Take your time. I have one story. Go. So, <laughs> fast. Um, so we were like, I, I was in a circus school in Italy for two years. And we were doing like our final year show. So it was like in Italy, in Torino, in the, in the summer, you know what I mean? Like super hot, like we were all sweaty every day. We were training in this weird, weird place. There is like nothing there, just like, you know, like factory buildings, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we were just training there. And we had like a, a lunch break <laughs> and we were all our class. It was becoming like the end of the two years that we, you know, we spend every day together and it's becoming like sad. And, and then like for, we were sitting outside eating on the floor and there was again, nothing around us. And then in one point, like just for like in one second, all the sky became like raining, but like, you know, with like the ice cubes, like huge rain, crazy, yeah, crazy, yeah, crazy yeah, rain sleeting, in yeah, the middle of August, in the middle of the summer, we were like all, like we were running into like this, like thing to hide from the rain and we're like what the fuck are we gonna do now like we need to train we need to work and we cannot even move like 
crazy rain, like one of the most crazy rain I ever did. And then my friend, we were like 20 people in my class, my friend just like took her clothes off and started to like run in the rain, you know, she's like, whatever, we don't care about it anymore, we all, all the anyway went. And then people got to start to get naked and naked and everybody got naked and we were starting to like practice in the rain and dancing and singing and like doing circus and hand to hand handstand and like like crazy crazy and then we filmed it and we put it in the part of our end of the year show actually and it was like a really 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 cool moment with like like the coolest people i ever met in my life basically amazing i i i definitely think that counts for uh a crazy story thank you uh i mean uh what what are we doing here that that's uh, our question but amazing uh amazing talking to you staff thank you so much for doing this and uh definitely we will keep in touch with you and uh what you're doing and what you're up to whether in israel or coming back uh, in your favorite place in the world, Canada, (laughs) of course. So thank you so much for uh, doing this with us. It was definitely very insightful to uh, learn more about what you do. Thank you. Thank you so much for for taking me. So uh, stay safe in Israel. You too. Thank you. (laughs) Bye.